Kingdom Conversations. We are so excited about today's episode because we have a very special guest joining us, Andy Sanders. Welcome. Hi, Sarah. Such an honor to be able to talk with you today and talk to your group. I'm really excited about it. Been looking forward to it. So have we. Andy is a prolific writer, former publisher, and a leader in equipping the body of Christ through writing and publishing. He has written several books, including the Spirit-Led Publishing and Writing Handbook and is the original publisher of The Passion Translation. Andy, the honor is all ours. Thank you so much for coming on and talking with us today. Oh, thank you. It's my pleasure. Andy, as you, as I mentioned before, you've worked on countless projects in book writing, even, um, you know, articles for Charisma Media, Ministry Today, Elijah List, Morningstar, Spirit Fuel, amongst many others. Where did it all begin? When was the moment you discovered that God was saying, Andy, I'm calling you to write? Yeah, that's a really neat question. Um, I wasn't anticipating owning a publishing house or writing internationally or anything like that. And I was in remedial, I was really horrible at English, to be honest with you. And my freshman and sophomore year in Bible college, um, I was in remedial English, which is the lowest bottom of the barrel for those trying to learn English. And I was the lowest person in the class. And wow. uh, my teacher pulled me out and said, Andy, you're the lowest person in remedial English, but I want you to pass this what are you going to do about it? And I began to dig into English, you know, and then I graduated from Bible college. Thank God I passed. And uh, I remember in 1999, I was working at a uh, school as a teacher. And I had this encounter, supernatural encounter, unexpected, completely unexpected. And for two and a half hours in my kitchen, the power of God hit me so hard that I laid on the hard tile floor and shook under the power of God. And while I was shaken there, God gave me the passion, the call, and the love to write, and also the love and the passion and the ability to prophesy. Now, what's really awesome about that, some of you might be listening going, well, how come I can't have something like that? Well, it's a little different, maybe. Um, you know, there's God gave me not only the passion and love to write and the call, he gave me the call to also train other publishers. I've helped build actually 12 other publishing houses around the country. And the people I used to consult with as professional international publishers, some of them now contact me for consultations. That's what he did back then. But it really lines up to a scripture. Psalms 144 verse 1. It says, blessed be the Lord my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. That's what he did, and that's what he started, Sarah. Wow, I love that scripture. You know, God makes his strength perfect in our weaknesses, and he, he's done it for me as well. You know, in kindergarten, actually, and I went to the finest of private schools, the finest of tutors, and um, my mom and dad, um, you know, made sure I had, you know, every every access to that. And they, they came to my mom and dad and said, we've tried everything, but your daughter will never read or write. Wow. And that was a lie. Amen. <laughs> that was a lie. I, that was a lie. And um, I'm working on my second book. And I know that I know that I know that I could do nothing apart from my father and that his strength is made perfect in my weakness. And he has a way of doing that. He takes 
the weak and says, I am strong. Amen. Amen. Yes, absolutely. You know, and that's, you look back and you just, you know, you hear, I've, I've been able to, you know, have the privilege of talking to well over 10,000 people in the last 20 years about publishing and writing the good, the bad, and the ugly. And you hear those stories and it's just, God always takes the foolish things of this world to shun the wise. And I'm amazed at stories like what you just said. Yes, because I'm living proof that he surely has done that through me. Andy, you had mentioned to me that writing a book for God is supernatural. Can you tell us a story or stories of when you worked with maybe an author or a book or even in your own book writing where God done something supernatural in the process? Absolutely. What comes to mind is a youth pastor years ago. Um, he did not have the funds to, to purchase the books and things that he needed on his end. Uh, through our publishing house. And um, so he just told me, God's telling me to sign this contract. I said, well, if God's telling you to do it, do it. And I'll work with you the best I can. And um, he was at a, he was at his church and everyone knew him as a youth pastor, pretty big church. And uh, this older lady, you know, he signed the contract and on, like on a Thursday or whatever, he goes into the corporate prayer service for the whole church. And he's up there at the altar, just praying and crying out to God. And this older lady is in the way back on the corner, just keeps staring at him. And he doesn't know anything about this older lady and she doesn't know anything about him. So he gets up and after the end of the prayer meeting, he's walking out in the foyer and this lady's standing there just waiting for her, waiting for him. And she makes a beeline straight to him and doesn't know anything about him at all. Okay. Wow. Walks straight up to him and says, son, I don't know anything about you. I don't know nothing about what you're going through, but I know one thing. When I looked up at you, the Lord said, you're going to write a book and I'm supposed to fund it. Now I have my checkbook right now. How much is it going to cost? I love it. <laughs> True story. Completely funded the things he was responsible for. Wow. I love that so much because so many times myself, you know, God will speak to me and tell me to do something. I'm thinking like, okay, but how can I do it? You know, but right. he makes a way and opens doors and he's got it. And we don't got to do nothing to manipulate it or to push it because he's already got it covered. Amen. Absolutely. I love that so much. I have to ask you this question because I'm an inspiring writer that just finished my second book. You yourself owned a publishing company. What's the better road, traditional publishing or self-publishing? Yeah, I get that question a lot. Um, and there's, a, there's, some, there's some intense study to really bring it forth. And I want to encourage you if you're listening if you don't know this path, what way to go? Um, I'm certainly, you know, I'm an author consultant, happy to work with you and train you. Um, I train people in this area because it's very extensive. And so um, I want to start out with a scripture there, 2 Timothy 2.15. It says, be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Now, this is talking to a minister, a forthcoming minister, and he's saying, listen, if you're going to share the gospel and you're going to get involved with scripture and teaching people and setting people free, you need to know what you're talking about. And how you know what you're talking about, you have to study, study, study. And this scripture applies to the book publishing, the international trade standard book publishing industry. That's how big it is. And I put 20 years ago, I put my hands on the pulse 
of the international trade standard book publishing industry, and I have never left it. I have diligently studied this. And as you said, Sarah, I owned a publishing house. I used to work for Charisma, which at the time was the largest spirit-led traditional publishing house in the world. And that's where I developed my passion and understanding for it. And then I developed and created my own publishing house. And um, in that publishing house, we had two different wings. One was the self-publishing or vanity publishing wing. That's where you have to pay. And then the other one was the traditional publishing where we fully funded it, but we took the rights to your books. So we owned those books. So let's break it down really simple here. For self-publishing, if, if an author comes to me and says, man, I'm, I'm a first time author. Or I don't have a platform yet. Platforms are important to make this decision here. Um, listen, I, where do I go? If they're a first time author, I try to encourage them to come under my training and we together will help self-publish. We will actually go and show them the rope, show them what to do. And then they actually use my former publishing team. Why do I do that? Because oftentimes self-publishing is more for the startup author. Maybe it's for a minister. We have a lot of ministers that have actually traditional published before, but they don't want that system anymore so they come over to self-publishing and so if you're going to self-publish maybe it's for a first-time author or maybe you're you're aspiring and, and it hasn't happened yet the way you're hoping i encourage you to at least take one book and self-publish it before you get entrenched in the traditional publishing because this is why under under our traditional publishing wing when i owned my own publishing house um, we would receive over 500 book publishing inquiries a year for authors like you that would say, hey, will you publish my book? Mm -hmm. But it would take a year to go through 400 of those inquiries. Right. And we would only publish 25 books a year because that's all we could do. Mm -hmm. Well, when we had the passion translation, it went to over 1500 book publishing <laughs> inquiries a year. Imagine how long it took, Sarah. Yeah, I could only imagine. Wow. And at that time, we were maybe publishing 40. And then at 40, my entire team basically came to me and said, if you sign another contract, I'm going to hit you with a book. <laughs> but obviously, they didn't. But yeah. um, so traditional publishing is harder to get in. And real true blue traditional publishers, smart ones, at least, they're going to take the rights because we fully funded it. So more than likely, they go after seasoned writers or authors that have some type of voice or platform, or they go after writers who just maybe they've published three or four books and the, the publisher like me would feel like they're ready. Um, now, it doesn't mean to say that you can't go directly to traditional publishing. So for those of you that are listening and you want to try, go for it. I say go for it because if you get it, you got something golden. And I know a lot of authors who did everything they weren't supposed to do and they still got traditional publishing authors. So I'm not trying to say you can't get a traditional publishing author like contract. I'm just saying there's a lot of benefits with self-publishing. And I have a private publishing house now that I own for my own books. And I'm going to tell you, there are so many benefits of going the self-publishing model sometimes. That is such good advice. That's why I appreciate someone that experience is invaluable to the body of Christ, because, you know, I could imagine some of those writers got discouraged. You know, I think there would be some discouragement in that and, you know, maybe give up on writing. Because I know even me, I wrote my first book and I didn't publish my first book, but and I it, it went out and I was like, okay, I did it. I, I always wanted to write a book. 
I did. And it was through quarantine, which I'm sure everyone wrote a book during quarantine. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) We got a lot of work through quarantine. Exactly. And God was like, no, you're not done. And then I I wrote my second book and then I'm like, okay, I did it. I wrote my second one. I'm done. And then God was like, no, 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 you're not done. (laughs) That's right. That's right. keep, Keep writing, you know? Absolutely. You told, uh, you told me before book writing is kingdom writing for a Christian. My heart leaped when you said it because being a host of kingdom conversations, we're all about the kingdom here. Can you mention a few simple book marketing steps that could ch- possibly change the course of life? Absolutely. I'm glad you asked that question because I get the number one question I get around the world is, will you help me market my book? How do I market my book? Um, I like to say it this way, and some might disagree, but the writing part of it's the easy part. It's mm-hmm. the actual business and you know nuts and bolts to the grind that actually gets your book positioned so that it can get to proper channels. You know, it's kind of like writing the book is the key to your car, but you can put the key in the you know the ignition all you want. Great, it doesn't start the car until you turn it on. And marketing, kingdom marketing is turning on the car so that all of the gears and the transmission can move the wheels and axles and everything else. So here's a few just tiny little steps. For a Christian, the first thing I like to tell people is before you even begin this process, gather some people through Zoom or whatever who you really trust and say, I'm going to be writing a book. I'm going to be marketing a book and say, I want you to be my prayer team and Mm -hmm. gather them each month at least. And you could go through Zoom or whatever and pray. They're not to counsel you, they're to pray. And pray that the Holy Spirit will lead you and that his angels will distribute these books more than men can distribute them. I pray that prayer, okay? The other thing, the other thing is marketing actually begins at the first stroke of the pen. And if I talk to 100 authors a year, I'm just making that number up, 99 of them will tell me they can't even truly tell me who they're actually writing to. Well, if you don't know who you're writing to, then how do you expect someone to pick up a book if perhaps you didn't even write it to them? You follow what I'm saying? Right. And so marketing for me begins with developing the vision of who you're writing to and how you're trying to communicate with them. Because the way you communicate with a 15-year-old isn't the way you communicate to a 60-year-old. Mm. And if you process the book properly and you produce it properly. And so if you end up ever working with me on your project, what happens is I make sure the book is properly produced because you could you can pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for a marketing program. But if the book wasn't properly manufactured right and designed the way it's supposed to be trade standard, it's not going to go. Another thing is there are important steps that you must have in place along the way. Um, I have authors sometimes contact me and they say, hey, my books are going to arrive in a couple weeks and now it's time to start thinking about marketing. Well, my first response is, well, you're only about seven to nine months late. Yeah. But I know how to get them caught up because we've done this for 20 years. Um, A couple other things too. I'll just give you one more here. You know, um, I like to tell authors, you know, so many, so many authors I talk to will say things like, you know, I'm an engineer, 
you know, I'm the highest paying person at uh, Delta Airlines or blah, blah, blah. Here are all the stories. I have one of the largest churches in the community. Why can't I get this book completed? And my kind response is, well, just because you have an authority in that area, it doesn't give you an authority in the international trade standard book publishing industry, which is one of the most complex industries in the world. Yeah. It, it touches every aspect of media. It touches television, social media, printing, the ink industry, shipping, you name it. It yeah. touches everything. And so this is a really complex industry. So I like to tell people, find a book publishing consultant like me or somebody who knows what they're talking about, who knows this industry, who can hold your hand through the process. Get yourself a kingdom connection. Absolutely. <laughs> Game changer. Okay, one more. I got. I got to ask. You mentioned a couple times. We got to talk about it. The passion translation. That translation. Every time I read it, it just hits different. Every single scripture. It's the Bible course of your life. What's the story behind it? Yeah, I tell you, that is another miracle. You know. Um, to much is given, much is required. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it brings tears to my eyes because I think of a scripture, which I want to read it, Deuteronomy 28, 13. Now, there's a lot behind the scripture. There's a lot of do and don'ts to the scripture. So you should read all of Deuteronomy 28. But look at Deuteronomy 28, 13. It says, the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above only and not beneath, if you heed the commandments of the Lord. And Sarah, I want to just preface something. I've worked on about four, I've worked behind the scenes with four Bible projects, three I get credit for. The first one was the Passion Translation. And I'm going to tell my story. There's a lot of stories out there circulating about the Passion Translation, but I'm the first ever publisher that put my hands to that project. So I know a lot about this project. I knew Brian for a, a long time and he came to me kind of frustrated. He said, you know, I've, I've submitted my project to all these publishers, you know, several publishers out there. Nobody wanted it. And he said, would you take a look at it? And I took a look at it when I owned my former publishing house. And I remember we were sitting at a lower level apartment at the time. My little kids were running around. Now they're both in college. And um, I'm sitting there in my chair with my little desk and stuff. And I open the file for the first book of the Passion Translation that we did. And this honestly happened, Sarah. The glory of God filled my little living room in my lower level apartment. Amazing. And I just sat there and began to cry. Mm. And I knew that he was doing something special on the earth mm. and for some reason he chose me wow to launch this thing that has sold millions of copies now around the world it actually broke an industry record once it doesn't hold the record anymore but at one point it literally had more bibles sold among millennials around the world than any other bible in the entire world mm. And we took on this project. I devoted my life for the first four years of it. I created and established and strengthened my team. I trained their team. I just had dug into it. And for the first 
seven books of the Passion Translation, hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of books were sold. It was selling like hotcakes and we couldn't keep up with it. And then Broad Street bought the rights to it. I owned the print rights and distribution rights and Broad Street bought the rights to it. And now it has sold some 3 million copies around the world. And they took the very foundation that God taught me and showed me how to lay the, the architectural vision of this project to launch it around the world. And God used my team and the translators team. And we really worked hard and we learned so much. But I'll tell you what happened at that moment. It was as if God when he gave me the passion translation was breaking off a curse off of my bloodline mm. because nobody in my bloodline to my knowledge was ever the head of anything in the world. Wow. And when he gave that to me and he entrusted that project to me and I did the due diligence with all of my heart, he honored it. And my life has never been the same since that project. Wow. Guys, don't give up. You could be holding the past in translation just because someone, you know, just like Andy said, God chose him, chose him to handle it. What an honor and privilege to be used by God and chosen by him. That's an amazing story. I love that. Thank you so much, Andy, for sharing with our listeners, your knowledge, your wisdom. You know, someone with experience is worth its weight in gold. It's invaluable. And what an honor to glean from you. We are so grateful for you. Please check back for part two of Supernatural Book Writing. And we are going to talk more with Andy of the power of your story. Until next time, we love you. Jesus loves you and the kingdom belongs to you.